Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Today, I want to get you guys ready for some of the matchups around the NFL for Week 17, and I also want to talk a little MLB news as well. But first, we'll get started by talking about uh, some of the NFL matchups for Week 17. We'll begin with a matchup between my favorite team, the Seattle Seahawks, going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. It should be a very interesting game. You have two teams with an 8-7 and seven record, both battling to try to make the playoffs. So it's a must-win game for both teams. Um, and, uh, you know, coming into this game, I thought the Pittsburgh Steelers' offense has been playing better lately. They got a big win over the Bengals last week with Mason Rudolph as their starting quarterback. Um, and with Kenny Pickett still recovering from tight rope ankle surgery, um, you know, it looks like it might be Mason Rudolph once again as their starting quarterback, unless Kenny Pickett um, is able to play this week. But um, from what I've been hearing, it looks like it's going to be Mason Rudolph again. And uh, what we know about Mason Rudolph is that he is not afraid to push the ball down the field. Um, he's an aggressive quarterback. He's got a strong arm. Um, and uh, last week, uh, Mason Rudolph and George Pickens, um, you know, they made some big plays. So it's going to be very important for the Seahawks secondary uh, to try to uh, prevent Mason Rudolph um, from making some big plays. So they have to do a really good job of, uh, you know, covering guys like George Pickens and Deontay Johnson. Um, and the running game for the Steelers is very good as well. Um, a stat that has me a little bit concerned coming into this game for the Seahawks since week 11, they've given up 900 rushing yards and 10 rushing touchdowns. So, um, they have really struggled to stop the run lately. And the Pittsburgh Steelers do a pretty good job of running the football with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. So, um, you know, the Seahawks defense is going to have their hands full, you know, trying to slow down this Pittsburgh Steelers running game. Um, and these two defenses have both been playing some really good football lately. Uh, you look at the Steelers defense. Uh, they have some really good pass rushers in TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. Um, you know, they do a really good job of getting after opposing quarterbacks. So, Geno Smith is going to have to make some some decisive plays. Um, he's going to have to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Um, and, um, you know, Seahawks are going to have to lean on their running game as well uh, with Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. Um, and Geno Smith is going to have to make some plays with DK Metcalf, um, you know, um, Tyler Lockett, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. So um, going up against this Steelers secondary, um, you know, it's going to be a very interesting matchup. Um, I do think this will be a close game. Um, and, uh, you know, with both these teams uh, still with a lot to play for, um, you know, I think it's going to be a very fun game to watch. Um, hopefully the Seahawks um, could win this game. They will be at home in Seattle at Lumen Field. Um, so, you know, if the 12s can make a lot of noise, hopefully rattle Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett. Um, you know, I think that could make uh, for a very um, – good game for the Seahawks and hopefully they can find a way to get a win and improve the record to nine and seven and continue to keep their playoff hopes alive. So we'll see what happens. Seahawks currently hanging on to the number seven seed, uh, that final seed um, in the NFC, that final wild card spot. So, um, you know, hopefully they can find a way to get a win um, and uh, we'll see what happens, but that should be a very, interesting game to watch uh, for, for both teams. So that's my thoughts on the Seahawks Steelers matchup 
Now we'll talk about some of the other matchups around the NFL. Thursday night football. This should be an interesting game. Cleveland Browns going up against the New York Jets. Two very good defenses. Um, but uh, you look at this Cleveland Browns offense. They have really been stepping it up since Joe Flacco took over as their starting quarterback. He has really been playing well. Um, and, uh, you know, with the Jets, um, you know, we're still waiting to see if it's going to be Zach Wilson or Trevor Simeon as their starting quarterback. Either way, you know, the Jets, uh, their offense uh, really has not been playing well this year. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see, um, you know, how um, their defense uh, matches up against uh, Cleveland Browns offense that has really been playing well. Um, and like I said, two very good defenses. So this should be an interesting game, but I do think the Browns will get the win on Thursday night football. A big game on Saturday between the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions, two teams um, that have already clinched playoff spots. Detroit Lions have already won their division. Um, and the Cowboys uh, still with a uh, with a chance to possibly win the NFC East. Uh, but, um, you know, it looks like the Eagles are, um, in line uh, to win that division, but um, Cowboys still with a very slim chance. Um, but uh, either way, this is going to be a great game with both these teams. Obviously, um, they're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, but, um, you know, I think the big question for the Cowboys in this game is can they find a way uh, to stop uh, the running game? They have struggled to stop the run lately. Um, and the Lions, uh, what they do well is really run the football well with Jameer Gibbs um, and also um, David Montgomery. Um, you know, Jared Goff has been making some big plays for the Lions all season long. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, this um, Cowboy secondary, um, you know, matching up with um, Amon Ross St. Brown um, and, uh, you know, Jamison Williams. Um, you know, so it'll be interesting uh, Cowboys have a very good group of pass rushers. Can they get after Jared Goff in this game? Um, you know, that should be very interesting. Um, you know, looking at these two teams, uh, two offenses that can put a lot of points on the board. Um, and it's going to come down to which defense do you trust more in this matchup? I think I trust the Cowboys defense uh, more than I trust the Lions defense um, in this game. You know, the Lions, they've had a lot of close games this season. Um, and uh, you know, um, the Cowboys, you know, when, when they have everything going, they can be very tough to beat. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, two very explosive offenses. Um, but, uh, you know, you got these defenses and the Cowboys defense has been playing better than the Lions defense. Um, so that makes me uh, lean towards um, thinking that the Cowboys are going to win this game. But if they have trouble stopping the run of the Detroit Lions, that could make a very interesting game. Um, and, you know, you could definitely make a strong case for the Lions winning this game as well, but uh, I think the Cowboys will get the win in this matchup. Um, lots of uh, interesting games um, on uh, Sunday. Um, you have the Bears and the Falcons. Uh, Falcons still battling uh, to try to win the NFC South division. Um, I think the Falcons could get the win over the Bears. Um, but, um, you know, they have to, um, their offense has to really play well. That has been very inconsistent all season long. Um, but, uh, going up against a Bears defense that has been playing better, you know, since they acquired, um, uh, 
Montez Sweat uh, from the Commanders. Uh, but, um, you know, I do think the Falcons, um, you know, could win this game. Uh, but if Justin Fields has a really good game for the Bears, that can make things really interesting as well. Uh, but, you know, Falcons um, still uh, with a lot to play for. I think they will find a way to win this game. Uh, another interesting matchup is going to be um, the matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. That's another reason why the Falcons really need to win this game is because uh, the other two teams in the NFC South uh, that are in playoff contention, um, uh, the Buccaneers and the Saints are playing each other. Um, Buccaneers have really been playing some good football lately. Um, you know, they've been really tough to beat. Baker Mayfield has really been playing well. I think the Buccaneers will get the win over the Saints in this matchup. Um, but, uh, you know, between the Buccaneers, Saints, and the Falcons, um, you know, the NFC South, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to win that division. Uh, but I do think the Buccaneers have a really good chance of not only beating the Saints, but winning the NFC South division as well. So, um, you know, Baker Mayfield has been playing well. Uh, Mike Evans has been making some big plays. Um, and uh, I do think the Buccaneers will get the win over the Saints in this matchup. Um, but that should be an interesting game as well. Saints, they have a good defense. Uh, Derek Carr can definitely make this game interesting. Um, you know, these two teams, division rivals, obviously know each other very well, but I do think the Buccaneers um, will get the win in this matchup. Uh, another interesting game, um, you know, you have that AFC South division. That's very interesting as well. Uh, the Colts playing the Raiders. Um, we saw the Raiders, uh, their defense uh, come up huge and getting a big win over the Kansas City Chiefs last week. Uh, but their offense didn't do a whole lot. They only were able to manage six points offensively um, in uh, that win over the Chiefs. Their defense scored most of their points. Um, and with that being said, I don't think the Raiders offense can match up with the Colts offense. I think Gardner Minshew... Um, we'll have a really good game. Um, you know, the Raiders defense has been playing well, like I said, so that could possibly keep the Raiders in the game. But um, I think the Colts uh, will find a way to get a win over the Raiders. Uh, another interesting game um, over in the AFC South division. Um, uh, you have uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Jaguars have been struggling lately. They have lost four games in a row. Um, we'll have to wait and see if uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to play in this game. He's a little bit banged up, um, but uh, if he's going to go, I think the Jaguars um, should definitely win this game um, with or without Trevor Lawrence. I think the Jaguars will get back on track and win this game. Um, and uh, the, the Texans uh, looking to get back on track. Uh, they're going up against the Tennessee Titans. Um AFC South division rival matchup, uh, Titans defense. Um, you know, they're, a, they're a tough defense. Uh, they can make this game interesting, but, um, you know, if CJ Stroud was able to come back for the Texans, um, I think they should win this game. No problem. Uh, but, uh, that AFC South, you know, it's definitely going to come down to that final week next week, um, in week 18 to see who's going to win that division. Uh, but, um, you know, week 17 in that division is going to be very interesting as well. Um, another interesting matchup. Um, the, um, um, 
the Green Bay Packers uh, going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this should be an interesting game as well um, on uh, Sunday Night Football. Um, both teams, um, you know, on the outside looking in, battling, trying to um, make the playoffs, uh, trying to get that final uh, wild card spot in the NFC. Um, Vikings a little bit banged up uh, coming into this game. Uh, they will be without TJ Hawkinson for the remainder of the season. Um, he suffered a torn ACL last week, so we're all hoping for a speedy recovery for TJ Hawkinson. Very good tight end. Um, and Vikings, they also might be without um, uh, Jordan Addison as well. Um, he is dealing uh, with a high ankle sprain. So uh, Vikings offense is a little bit banged up coming into this game. Um, and, you know, with Nick Mullins, um, you know, turning over the football a lot over the past couple of games, um, you know, that um, is going to make things very tough for the Vikings to try to win this game. Um, I do think the Packers will probably end up winning this game, but, you know, a division rival, you, you never know. Uh, but Jordan Love has been really playing well. Uh, but if the Vikings defense can find a way to keep them in this game, um, you know, it should be a very interesting game. But I do think the Packers will get the win um, in this matchup. Uh, another interesting game, um, Denver Broncos still with a 6% chance to make the playoffs, so they are not mathematically eliminated yet. Uh, but they have announced that they are going to be benching Russell Wilson for the remainder of the season, which I thought was very surprising. Uh, you look at Russell Wilson's numbers this season, a lot better than what they were last season. 26 touchdown passes to just eight interceptions. In my opinion, I don't think Russell Wilson is the problem with the Broncos. Uh, but, um, you know, financially it does make sense. Um, you know, if Russell Wilson doesn't finish out the season, uh, the Broncos will get it, um, an extra $37 million in cap space. Uh, now, when they will, uh, they are likely to cut Russell Wilson in March uh, in the new league year. Uh, they will have to pay him $85 million, um, the $85 million that is remaining on his contract. But um, if he doesn't finish out the season, which is likely going to happen, uh, they will be able to save about $37 million. But, um, you know, Sean Payton did say uh, that he is, um, you know, hoping to provide a spark to their offense uh, with Jared Stidham as their starting quarterback. Um, you know, I don't buy that. Um, I, I don't think Russell Wilson was a problem. Like I said, 26 touchdown passes to just eight interceptions, um, you know, but um, – you know, Broncos, uh, they are going to do what they think is best uh, for their future moving forward. But, you know, with a 6% chance still, you know, you still have a chance. So, you know, in my opinion, you know, I think it's kind of sending a bad message to your team to bench your starting quarterback when you're still not, you know, mathematically eliminated from playoff contention yet. Although um, it is highly unlikely for the Broncos to make the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I still feel like you have to play your, your best player um, until you are officially eliminated. But that's just my opinion. Um, you know, Russ Wilson and Sean Payton, they just really didn't seem to mesh. Um, you know, Sean Payton, you know, an intense, fiery head coach. We saw him yelling at Russell Wilson on the sidelines um, in the Broncos, um, you know, lost to the Patriots last week. Um, 
you know, it was a, uh, a really good comeback by the Broncos, which made this game interesting, but they did come up a little bit short in the end. Um, but, uh, you know, Sean Payton, like I said, very fiery head coach, uh, not afraid to yell at players. And Russell Wilson, uh, you know, just a very positive, upbeat, upbeat um, uh, type of player. Um, so, you know, maybe they're just, their personalities just didn't mesh very well, but, um, for whatever reason, it just didn't work out uh, with Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Um, and, um, you know, Russell Wilson has already tweeted out that he's looking forward to the future. So we'll have to wait and see where he ends up, uh, whoever ends up signing Russell Wilson, uh, next season. Um, you know, they can probably get away with paying him the league minimum, with him, you know, still making $85 million uh, from the Denver Broncos. So um, it'll be a low-risk, high-reward move uh, for a team, uh, possibly, if they sign Russell Wilson. So uh, we'll see where he ends up next season. But one thing we know for sure is he will not be with the Denver Broncos. Um, So, you know, we'll see how that ends up. But, um, you know, Broncos, they do have a game against the Chargers. Um, You know, um, Chargers, they played well against the Bills last week, um, but uh, they did come up a little bit short. Bills got the win. Um, and, uh, you know, this could be an interesting game. Um, the Broncos, they do have a very good defense. Um, and, uh, you know, with two backup quarterbacks playing this in this game, it should be a low-scoring game. Um, I think the Broncos could still win this game uh, because of their defense. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens, but, um, you know, that should be another interesting game as well. Um, Bills, Patriots, uh, the Patriots, they always play the Bills tough. Um, Bills, uh, trying to hang on to a playoff spot. Um, I do think the Bills will find a way to win this game, but, um, you know, Bill Belichick is not going to make this game easy on, uh, you know, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So, um, that could be interesting as well, but I do think that the Bills will get the win. A big matchup between the two top seeds in the AFC, uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I think this might be uh, the best game of the week. Um, I do think that the Ravens uh, will win this game. Uh, We saw uh, what they did to the 49ers offense last week, um, you know, causing Brock, Purdy uh, to throw four interceptions um, and uh, you know we know how good this Baltimore Ravens defense um, you know has been uh, Lamar Jackson has really been playing well for the Ravens uh, making some big plays not only with his arm but with his legs as well uh, the Ravens they really like to run the football well um, and uh, you know this should be a very interesting game um, you know I do think that um you know, it's going to be a very fun game to watch. Um, I think Tua and Tyreek Hill are going to have to um, have a really big game if the Dolphins, um, you know, want to win this game. Um, it's going to be a little bit tougher without Jalen Waddle uh, dealing with a high ankle sprain. He could miss the rest of the regular season. Um, so um, it's going to be a challenge for the Dolphins. Uh, but I do think the Ravens will get the win um, in this game. But that should be another very good game to watch. Uh, I think the 49ers, uh, they will get back on track and get a big win over the Washington Commanders this week. Um, And I think the Eagles, um, you know, they should um, play well and get a big win 
over the Arizona Cardinals this week as well. Um, and a big matchup between the L.A. Rams and the New York Giants. Uh, the Rams um, hanging on to the number six seed in the NFC. I think they could uh, get another win over the Giants this week. Uh, Matthew Stafford has really been playing well. Puka Nakua um, has really been playing well. Um, and, um, you know, I do think uh, that the Rams uh, will get a big win um, over the Giants this week. So lots of good matchups around the NFL. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, and one more thought on Thursday night football really quick. Uh, you look at the game that Amari Cooper had last week for the Browns. Um, he ended up with uh, 265 receiving yards, uh, which uh, set um, a franchise record. Um, 265 receiving yards, very impressive. Um, and I think Amari Cooper could have another big game, uh, but um, it's going to be a bit of a challenge going up against that Jets secondary. So um, should be interesting, but either way, I do think the Browns will get the win, uh, like I'd already, I already said. So um, lots of good matchups around the NFL for Week 17. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, we'll talk more about um, my reaction uh, to these matchups on the next podcast episode. Uh, now I want to talk a little MLB news really quick. Um, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, they make a couple of interesting moves. Uh, they bring back Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, to once again be their center fielder, Kevin Kiermeyer, very good center fielder. Um, um, you know, he, um, former gold glove winner when he was with, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and, um, he's got a lot of speed. Um, and I think he can really uh, help out the Blue Jays, um, out in center field. Um, and they also signed Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. To a, a two-year, fifteen million-dollar contract, um, Isaiah, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, uh, most recently with the Yankees. Um, you know, he uh, is a very good utility player who can play all over the field. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the Toronto Blue Jays use um, Isaiah Kiner-Falefa uh, this season, uh, but uh, he could be a very good addition to that ball club as well. So. Um, that's my thoughts on the latest MLB news. Um, now I just want to leave you guys with a quick thought before I go. Um, as we get ready uh, to bring in the new year of 2024, um, you know, and um, as we all, you know, just kind of think of our uh, New Year's resolutions, um, you know, I, I um, want to share a New Year's resolution um, that I have every year. Um, you know, we hear a lot of uh, professional athletes say all the time, um, you know, if I can just get 1% better every day, um, you know, we hear professional athletes talk about wanting to get 1% better every day uh, so they can improve, uh, you know, at their craft. Um, and, um, you know, I was thinking about that recently and thinking about how, you know, you can apply that to life. Um, you know, what if each and every single day we can choose to get 1% better um, and in every aspect of our lives. Um, you know, and, and I think about how, um, you know, um, it's, it's tough sometimes to make a new year's resolution. Uh, you know, especially if you, you know, don't reach your goals um, and thinking about that, you know, I think to myself, maybe we should just simple things down. Um, and just choose to be 1% better 
each and every single day, knowing that we will never be perfect. Um, and knowing that, you know, we, we will always make mistakes in life. Um, you know, we'll make mistakes, but we can learn from our mistakes and, and just choose to be better each and every single day. Um, you know, let's, let's choose to improve, you know, um, in every aspect of our lives, especially our spiritual lives. Um, you know, if we spend time in God's word, um, you know, if we spend time, you know, reading the Bible, um, every day, um, you know, if we spend time, um, you know, in worship, spend time in prayer, do everything we can, uh, to, to grow in our relationship uh, with God, to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, you know, if we do everything that we can to, um, improve, um, in our spiritual lives, uh, that will ultimately make us better in every aspect of our lives. Um, and, um, you know, ultimately you can just become a better person, uh, little by little each and every single day. Um, so I just wanted to, um, you know, share that with you guys as we get ready, um, you know, to bring in the new year of 2024. Uh, let's try to be 1% better in every aspect of our lives every single day. Um, and let's continue uh, to do the best we can to grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and let's help people uh, to grow in their relationship with Jesus Christ along the way. So just wanted to share that with you guys today. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys next time. Uh, go Hawks. Uh, let's keep playing some good football um, and uh, try to make the playoffs. And uh, go Mariners. Let's make some more moves to make this team better uh, going into the next season. So uh, once again, thank you guys for listening. Um, and I'll see you guys next time.